the Fade the Noise podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place your bets. Brad the Big Noise Evans here, joined by the good sir, Nathaniel Lundy. This is the Fade the Noise podcast. We're just a couple of weeks away from the start of the NFL season, and a number of wide receivers are going to be building up uh, quite the stench, the BL, because they're going to be working hard on the field and sweating all over the place due to a high target share. And Lundy, as a result of uh, all of their hard work and potentially gains earned, uh, I was uh, coursing through some of the futures bets. I pulled this one from DraftKings for who will lead the NFL in total receptions this upcoming season. And I think the best value on the board is Stephon Diggs at 6-1. to one. Now, Devontae Adams set the pace at plus 550. Uh, Hopkins right there with Diggsy, also at 6-1, to one, followed by Travis Kelsey at plus 850. Keenan Allen at 12-1. to one. Calvin Ridley also at 12-1. to one. And then it uh, expands from there. But why am I high on Diggs? Dude had 168 targets. Last season, you want to talk about a Clydesdale, a true blue workhorse there in Buffalo. He was certainly that guy. That was 29.2% of the team's target, Jerry. Converted that with 127 receptions for 1,535 yards and eight touchdowns. And you look at some of the fearless forecasters out there that we trust, like Jeff Ratcliffe. Uh, listen to his rant podcast, part of the Sawdust Podcast Network. He's got it projected for 111. Mike Clay's got digs at 110. Fantasy football today, a little bit lower at 100. But knowing the identity of this Buffalo Bills team, they call pass 61.7% of the time. Uh, I don't think they're really going to start all of a sudden leaning on the run with Zach Moss and Devin Singletary. So all roads lead to digs in my mind to set the pace. It wouldn't shock me if he caught 130 balls in an expanded season this year. So fade or follow, or maybe like somebody else on the board, my digs 6-1 to one odds at DraftKings to lead the NFL in receptions this fall. You know, I, it's not that I don't like it, Brad. It's that, man, if I'm going to roll, let's roll something big. Let's get, I mean, I six to one, you know, maybe I'm getting a little greedy in my old age, you know, like me going out buying a Powerball ticket and I'm like, hey man, somebody's got to win. <laughs> uh, maybe that's what it is, you know, like, I, I I don't know. I'm not positive, but give me somebody, and I don't have the odds in front of me, Brad. I got to be honest. Well, here, I'll, I'll, let me throw out a couple of names at okay, you. That are a little bit. Here's, here's, here's what I want to know. Let's yeah. go like we do on the radio show on Sirius. I'm going to throw a name at you. I want to know the odds. How about DeAndre Hopkins? Uh, he's also six to one. Oh man, really? Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> that yeah, that's sucks. not very fun. Uh, you want to give me somebody else? No, no. See, that was where I wanted to go. Now I'm all deflated. Now, now this the rest of the podcast is going to be completely <laughs> depressing because my guy that I really wanted to go with uh, has the same damn odds as Diggsies. Oh, I got, uh, I got a couple here that are you know okay, extraordinary okay, guys. If you want to go a little bit further down the ladder, Justin Jefferson at twenty to one. Uh, nice, that makes a ton of nice. sense to me. Terry McLaurin at twenty-five to one with Fitzmagic now as his quarterback, and probably honestly the best value on the board is C.D. Lamb at thirty to one. And all he has done this summer is just crush Dallas Cowboys corners. But then again, I think everybody in the NFL has got to do that in the regular season. Well, I, you know what? I think of the ones we've got, like if you gave me my choice between Diggsy or Hopkins at, at six to one, I'm probably going to go with you with Diggs because you talk about how often uh, Buffalo is going to throw the ball. If I'm trying to jump up and get a little bit higher numbers overall, I think I might go towards a guy like Calvin Ridley at 12 to one. 
Yeah, and I, that is completely viable, completely doable, because he is the alpha dog, and an offense is going to have to throw probably 60-65% of the time this year. So, yeah, not a bad value on the board. The Riddler could puzzle, certainly, the competition. All right, with that, let's get to it on this Hump Day edition with another Fade 5. Number 5. All right, Lundy, uh, I was begging, I was pleading on the SiriusXM Fantasy Show uh, for some of the sports books to start populating receiving yards and receptions props for pass-catching running backs. And maybe they heard me uh, because I am the big noise. I'm rather loud, uh, boisterous fellow. And I found this one. There's only one book offering this, and I think it is an extraordinary value. And if you agree, go vote right now at Noisy Huevos because this is the subject of today's Twitter poll. Submit your two cents as well. We will share your comments and the poll results at the end of today's podcast. Antonio Gibson, uh, speaking of the Fighting Fitzpatrick's, also the member of the Fighting Footballs, alongside the journeyman quarterback, over or under 350.5 receiving yards, minus 112, only available at Bet Rivers. And of course, I'm hammering the over. I don't know if you saw Kyle Allen's. Uh, comments yesterday, Lundy, that J.P. Finley of NBC Sports Washington posted on Twitter by Kyle Allen, one of the back of quarterbacks under Ron Rivera. He said that Riverboat Ron wants to deploy Gibson like Christian McCaffrey. Holy catnip uh, for us gamers out there. And I kind of believe him because Rivera's been hitting at this type of usage all offseason, that drumbeat building up, you know, just like in the air tonight with Phil Collins, and you get the do 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 and hit the crescendo, and I think that's exactly what Gibson's going to do. His rookie season, again, he was pretty raw talent coming in out of Memphis. 36 catches, 247 yards last season, and he only ran a route 4.1% of his snaps because that was dominated by J.D. McKissick, and McKissick takes more of a back seat. His role expands, knowing that he was primarily a receiver in college. Uh, you could be looking at a guy catching 50, 55 balls. You could be looking at a guy eclipsing 450, 500 yards through the air. Uh, now Jeff Ratcliffe's kind of projected for 49 catches, 382. Mike Clay, 46 for 348. And Fantasy Football Today, 48 for 341. But I think all of them are too conservative here, knowing that, again, Rivera may want to trot him out there a boatload of times and potentially use him in that CMC football factory capacity. So fade or follow, my man, Antonio Gibson over 350.5 receiving yards, minus 112 of the bet, Rivers. Man, we're getting our juice now from backup quarterbacks. This is impressive. Yeah, I like it. I like it. All right, I'll go with the over in this one as well. I think he pushes up over 425, 450 by the time the season is done. So I, I like this one. It's not like I don't expect him to suddenly be like this 800-yard receiver out of the backfield. Um, nothing crazy like that. But I think 350, if you can get that kind of value right now preseason, jump on it because my guess is we're going to hit week 13, week 14. He's already got this in the bag. Gibson! For all the greenbacks. Number four. All right, let's go down to Charlotte, North Carolina, and talk about their brand-new quarterback and a guy that's uh, disappointed him massively. Yes, he is the Lego man himself uh, because the size of his dome. Uh, that is one Sam Darnold. Uh, and the line on passing touchdowns this season in his new threads, 21 and a half. 
passing TDs. I pulled this one from points bet, and it's juice to the under. And I'm taking the over and get seduced by that juice at plus 100. Now, Carolina threw it 59% of the time in 2020. Their defense very much a work in progress. So it could be some high-volume games within this aggressive, downfield attacking Joe Brady offense. And you look at the uh, weapons around him. You want to talk about hitting the upgrade button, uh, going for the Jets to the Panthers. That's certainly the case. Reteaming with his former teammate and Robbie Anderson, who he's you know, got an established chemistry and rapport with. Also adding Terrace Marshall, who made a splash in his preseason debut. Long, lanky rookie out of LSU. And he got DJ Moore, Mr. Reliable, that can, it was really a jack of all trades, do a little bit of everything. Oh, yeah, and that other guy, too. Christian McCaffrey, uh, who is a member of the ultra-exclusive 1,000-1,000-yard club. Darnold last year for the Jets, number 27, Lundy, and yards per attempt at 7.2. He was uh, an inexcusable number 62 in red zone completion percentage and his career high in three seasons, 19 passing touchdowns and just 13 games back in 2019. And the only... Uh, prognosticator out there that hasn't hit the over is fantasy football today at 23. But if you look at the other books that are out there, all of them have this line set at 23 and a half. So I think a 21 and a half line available at points bet again at plus odds, quite a value. So fade or follow Sam Darnold. Are you willing to roll those dice on the over with me on 21 and a half passing touchdowns? No, I'm not. It's Sam freaking Darnold, Brad. Jeez. Here's what I would actually do. You're talking about the over because you see the value with the fact that you got yep. the books at 23 and a half. I said this on one of the pods last week. I'm actually going to go the other direction on you. I'm going to go find one of those that has it at 23 and a half, and I'm going to play the under. Um, I'm not even sure he hits 20. Um, I, I just I, I hope he can have the resurgence. I root for these guys when they get the opportunity to go to a new team and hopefully kind of shake loose whatever stench they picked up on their previous team. And he's certainly carrying a lot of stench with him as he goes to Charlotte. Um, I want to see him be able to break out. I'm just not sure, even with the weapons that you talked about, I just don't know that overall this team has what it needs, at least in 2021, uh, for him to be able to truly shake loose everything that he brought with him and all of that baggage from the Jets. So for me, I'm going to go find one of those books that's at 23 and a half. I'm going to play the under there. I'm going to stay away from this one because I think his number winds up finishing right at 20 and maybe 21, and I don't want to get Captain Hooked. Oh, yar! Sling it, Sammy! Number three. All right, uh, last one here on the NFL player props front. Let's go to Tampa Bay and talk about run Chris Godwin, who signed a contract extension over the offseason. And searching through some of the legal sports books, his line available at BetMGM, 1,100, 1,100.5 receiving yards. And I'm taking the under. And confidently so at minus 111. Now, he's only gone over this once over the last three seasons in the NFL, uh, in which he's only one time played a full season in the league. So a guy that usually misses a game or three, you know, back uh, three years ago, 842 yards. Two years ago, that was the big breakout year for him, 1,333 yards. And then last season in 12 games, 840 yards. What's changed in Tampa? Nothing. Still got Mike Evans there. Antonio Brown is not going to be there, presumably for a full season. And he's had a tremendous training camp. And I think because of those two presences, 
that it that overall dents the profile and upside of Godwin, who only logged 18.9% of the target share last season, only 20.6% of the air yard share. He was wide receiver 31 in yards per route run. He's most comfortable in the shorter intermediate field. That's why he was number four in catchable target rate. You know, Tom Brady looking for him out of the slot. Uh, I, I don't think he's going to sniff 1,000 yards this season. Now, Mike Clay's got him for 1,044. Jeff Ratcliffe at 946. Fantasy football today at 965. Honestly, I think Ratcliffe is right. He's going to be somewhere in that 900 to 950-yard range, knowing how Tom Brady and his socialist attitude likes to spread the love there in Tampa. So, feed or follow Chris Godwin under 1,100.5 receiving yards, minus 111 to bet MGM. Ooh, break out the lazy boy. I am comfortably <laughs> under on this one. Um, I'm with you. I think it's 925, 950. I think Ratcliffe is right on the money with that. And and part of it is because of the injury piece, Brad. Yeah. It's, it's you know, 1100 would be a great number for Godwin if you could tell me he's going to play in all 17 games. And if he were going to do that, I might be tempted to take the over. But there's too much history and there's too much socialism going on by the Bay. Yeah, no doubt about it. Stick around for my likely lousy selections in Major League Baseball. Plus, bird is time. Number two. All right, Lenny, let's head to the diamond, which is very unkind to me yesterday because uh, the Cubs actually won a game. You know, the one time that I fade them heavily, and I've been doing it, you know, for the last several days, so it's been a profitable endeavor. Uh, it was penniless yesterday against the Cincinnati Reds, so lost that one. Logan Webb, though, uh, did make up for, uh, you know, for that L as he got the easy over on four and a half strikeouts against the Mets. Uh, Eric Fetty, oh, got captain hooked. Yar, uh, the under hit on five and a half, uh, five and a half hits allowed uh, to the Toronto Blue Jays, but Teoscar Hernandez, uh, he made up for it a little bit, got me an RBI at plus 120. So not all hope was lost yesterday. So let's go ahead, get back in the saddle here, and let's do it down in the Lone Star State and talk about the Houston Astros. Uh, they're in Cowtown taking on the Kansas City Royals, and I'm taking the over on five and a half runs at minus 105. Pull this one from BetMGM. Uh, now, Houston has been over once and under once in a pair of games against the Royals this season, but they're sporting a sparkling 757 post-All-Star break OPS. And Brady Singer is on the mound for the Royals, and you look what he's done his last couple of games, silver, serving it up on a silver platter, 12 earned in his last five and two-thirds innings pitched. He's got a 5.42 ERA on the season and a 5.53 ERA at home. So I think it's at least a half dozen runs for the Strohs on the road tonight in KC. That's why I'm over five and a half runs. Minus 105 at BetMGM. Fade or follow. I love when you do a little sneak preview of my bonus time. (laughs) Yes. Take this one, folks. Take the over on the five and a half runs for Houston on the road and get ready for the Strohs to make one, possibly two appearances coming up in bonus time. Oh, that's what we call a tease in the business. Number one. All right, moving on. Uh, Let's go to a bet um, that may be a little bit unusual. What's what you can do out there at some of the books? Uh, First five innings in terms of the run total. And we're going to go to St. Louis. We're going to talk about the Milwaukee Brewers going up against the Cardinals. I'm taking the under on three and a half, minus 115, uh, available at BetMGM. So you got a pair of dynamic arms on the bump 
uh, in this match. We got Freddie Peralta for the Brew Crew, 2.60 road ERA on the season. And during the second half of the, of the year, a 1.69 ERA face the Cardinals back in May. And his lone start against them, seven innings pitch, one hit ball, eight strikeouts, zero in runs. And then you got Jack Flaherty on the mound for St. Louis, a 1.44 home ERA this season. Now, he was out for, you know, for a large chunk of the year due to injury, but he made a start, shook off the rust the last time out against Kansas City. Six innings pitch, zero in runs, five strikeouts. So really looking like he was in midseason form. Now, he did have a start against Milwaukee earlier this year, but that was way back in May. Still with Flaherty, got his druthers back. Peralta just pinpoint with his accuracy uh, off the mound. I don't see four runs or more being scored with the first five innings in this contest between these pair of aces. So, fade or follow, Milwaukee, St. Louis, under three and a half combined runs through the first five innings, minus 115 at BetMGM. I'll take the pocket aces, and I will follow on this one. Uh, They will stay low scoring across those first five innings. These first five innings, by the way, are fun ones. You can do totals. A lot of times you can even get into either money line uh, or run line, where it's plus or minus a half a run uh, in case you expect it to stay tight early on. These are fun uh, bets to be able to do. Still not as fun, I will say, as a no run or a yes run first inning. But this is a fun way to be able to bet the first half of the game because, you again, if this is something new for you, this is where all you're doing is looking at starting pitching because that's what that first five is all about so this is a fun one when you see these kind of matchups i think this is a fun one to follow i think the brewers and the cardinals stay under that three and a half all right london let's make some bucks in bonus time what else you got well, first of all, if you're listening to the podcast early today, lots of afternoon games. Let me throw one at you just in case you're listening early. Colorado and San Diego this afternoon. The over-under, Brad, has ballooned to 14 in this game, <laughs> wow. and it's because it is Jake Arietta and Chichi Gonzalez. Oh, the my mound. God, so yes. Over, over, over. 20 no. runs easy. No, my friend. I am going to fade you right there. I'm going to take the under. Do you know why? The Rockies are Uh, have gone under in 15 of their last 19 games at home. And of those four that went over, it was all three of them in the series against the Marlins. Otherwise, they are actually tucking comfortably under at Coors Field, believe it or not. I'm going to take the under on this one. This opened at 13 and ballooned up, so I'm actually going to go the opposite of where this line has moved. So if you're listening early on, I think it's going to go under, despite the pitching matchup that Brad is salivating over right now. I said that the Astros would make an appearance again, and they will right here. I will take the Astros on the run line, uh, minus one and a half. That is at minus 115 at DraftKings. Uh, and Brad, how about a boost courtesy of our friends at Caesars? Yeah. Take Seattle, Houston, and the White Sox on the money line, and they have that boosted as a three leg parlay up to plus 350 today, which I really like that one. And just for S's and G's, because we've been talking about the Astros, give me Jose Altuve to have an RBI at plus 165. Yeah, I like that one quite a bit, actually, at Altuve. Pick him up, put him in your pocket, because he's a wee man. He's small, but he's mighty as well and could score you some cash money. I've only got one bonus time, my man, and it is also an RBI prop. It is tied to the Tampa Ray Brandon Lowe, plus 140 going up against who? Ah, yes, those very generous Baltimore Orioles and Spencer Watkins, who's sporting a 5.25 ERA. Brandon Lowe, his last 15 games, he's batting 314, five long balls, and 14 RBIs. 
And against the O's this season, 16 ribbies with a 1.069 OPS. That's why they glow, knocks in a run. Again, at plus 140, pulled that one from DraftKings. All right, poll results, poll results. Antonio Gibson, quite the talk of the gaming community right now with the comparisons of Christian McCaffrey being said by Kyle Allen. And again, Ron Rivera's been hitting it all offseason. Where would you stack your chips on his receiving yards prop? Pull this one from Bet Rivers. Over or under 350.5 is the number. Minus 112 either direction. 606 votes cast, Lundy. 73.3% said, ah, oh, you could have guessed it, over with 26.7% taking the under. Some added comments here from some of the listeners. And shout out to you at Santos L Helper 83 over for me. And he's using the Vince Carter. Uh, from the dunk contest, over, over, uh, animated gift there. Corey Spala says they voted over because they accidentally clicked it, but it also appears I would have voted over regardless. So it's a win-win situation. Well done, Corey. Uh, and why are you booing me? I'm right. At Lucky Waffles says college-wide receiver. Several uh, team personnel have said he's, quote, the next Christian McCaffrey. Had 247 receiving yards last year with the league-worst quarterback play and missed basically three games this is possibly the easiest over of all time. So a lot of confidence brewing out of the nation's capital and also on social media tied to one Antonio Gibson. And that is a wrap on this edition of the Feed the Noise podcast. Please follow Lundy on Twitter at Nate Lundy. Follow me there at Noisy Huevos. Drop us a rating and a review, would you kindly? And as always, until next time, feed or follow. That is up to you. Feed. The noise.